Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 579. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Guest, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Yo! And Tony Korkanakis. Hello, hello. Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners and viewers. Viewers on Twitch, welcome. If you hope you're watching this live, this is our of the year for movies this week, folks. Indeed. Uh, this is the of the years. Um, we have games coming up. We've got TV shows coming up, an episode for that. Uh, then we do our most anticipated for 2022 on games and movies. Uh, and, and unfortunately, that, that list may look like last year's. Who knows? Um, for some people. Uh, or the last three years, right, Corey? Uh, <laughs> but uh, this, is, this is a fun one. This is our of the year. So what we do on this, just to give you guys a brief history of how this works. Uh, these are not necessarily the best movies of the year. Uh, this is the stuff we saw that we enjoyed the most. Uh, again, we don't see every movie. We're not a critic. We don't like you know leave reviews on things like that. We love to talk about them, and that's why we ha- and that's why we have a podcast. Um, we're not going deep dive into the makings of films to see yeah. how well they're made, and yeah. So no, so but we we're not, not going to talk mise en scene or anything. <laughs> no, 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 shot reverse shot. No, no. and I do, I do know that uh, diegetic we, sound. We get to yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to get into uh, our worst movies of the year our most surprising movies of the year and our best movies and we'll do our top three on the best uh that's the format so we're going to be doing that each week movies tvs and games so uh let's let's uh we're ready to get into this guys yeah let's do it all right we're gonna kick off with our most our our worst let's go let's kick it off with the worst the worst so is bad the, news first, huh? I yeah, guess. I love because how many times yes. do we start a podcast and accidentally end on the down note? We hate that, but we do it because the way the news breaks sometimes it just happens. So this time we're we're going to start in the down note, and you know uh, I should actually write these things down while we do this. But for me, and stop me if I'm wrong, the worst <laughs> movie I've seen this year. Spoilers here for all those wondering is The Matrix. Uh, it just yeah, it mine. had that yeah, it just had that. Um, that sour taste presence after you're done watching it to the point where like, Corey, remember the after the whole... during, during. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. During, during you're right. You're right. During as well, because Corey during the movie he leaned over and he's like, do you know what's going on? This is like an hour and a half into the movie. I'm like, I have no clue. I'm like, thank God somebody yeah. else just said something. Cause I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, am I just <laughs> well, missing well, something? Like, why are they doing this? It's not like <laughs> what's going on. It's like, why are they even doing what they're doing? And that was the issue. I was like, there really was, no point for them to do what they were doing. Yeah. Oh, um, folks, folks, that's listening, folks that's listening, I do want to say that there may be spoilers during these of the years. There will it, be spoilers. Absolutely. You, you have to not do yeah. this and, and not go into spoilers. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I know that you're probably used to hearing that by now, but I have to tell you all that because we're, the Matrix was god-awful terrible. And just the beginning of it talking about Warner Brothers is forcing them to make a video game, uh, for, another Matrix <laughs> video game. Uh, and I'm like, that sounds weird that they're putting this here because it seems like this is what this is doing and it felt like that the entire movie it felt like warner brothers was like we're gonna make a we're gonna make a sequel you can come back or we're gonna do it anyways that's what i felt like they did to them exactly what the plot of the movie that's, was that's about 100 what they did yeah and so it's like so that means that lana wachowski just made the movie out of spite and even did it like that in the story they just purposely made this terrible story on i feel like it was done on purpose like I mean, that's, that's fine. Like, if that was actually the, the big brain play by Lana, then then props to her. 
good good for yeah. her for just being like, you know what? Fine. I'm, if you if you're forcing this to happen, I'm gonna make That's it so bad. It. I'm gonna light the shit on fire that it it, it ruins <laughs> the franchise. Like, that's the vibe. Then, that's the vibe I got. Bravo, bravo, Lana! Like you, you had that big brain play. Yeah, if that's the case. That, that was that was the vibe I got. This entire movie was it was being made out of having a, a necessity because they're going ahead anyway. Even so, told, and they reminded you in the movie. That's what you're alluding to. Yeah, they even just remind you um, this is not what they wanted to do. Yeah, so this was easily the worst movie of the year that I've seen this year, and I saw some pretty bad ones, um, some letdown movies. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, one of my surpri- my surprises this year actually is going to be more because it's a letdown. But uh, this movie just clear front runner. When I left the movie, I was at like a four and a half. Like I was there leaving the theater. And usually when you leave a theater, you're a little bit you're a little bit higher because you're fresh off of the you know the take of it, and you're like, okay, that was fun. No, I was already down on it. And then the further away you get, the more like I never want to watch this movie again ever. So this is like a bet losing. This is like a, yeah, this is like a losing a bet thing. So, Tony, what, I mean, you saw it. It's your worst. Go I mean, talk. I forget what episode we talked about it, but yeah, it, it's just awful. Um, <clears throat> there was no reason for this movie to happen. Like, imagine if you take uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens and you're like, hey, uh, what if we did that but made it <laughs> terrible in every conceivable way? Like, any, <clears throat> any way you could bring up nostalgia is done in this cheap, undeserved like lowbrow just kind of way it's like oh my god that's the blue pill holy shit it's the blue pill guys oh my god it's like nobody fucking cares like that wasn't the point of the fucking movie but it's like oh man he's he's eating the blue pills which is making him stay in the matrix it's like oh god it's like too on the nose they also um, kept rehashing the old scenes like hey you remember this you remember this scene like, remember this yet? you remember yeah, this yeah. remember this yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like don't you, don't you love that first movie so cool, guys. So cool. It's like, yeah, I know, which is why I'm watching this one, but you're, you're making me... It's kind of like you're almost retroactively making me like the first one less because I'm watching this right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just... It's awful. I feel like every actor and actress phoned it in. Uh, I mean, Keanu, I love him, but just, he seemed bored and, you know, confused the whole time. And I know a lot of that has to do with the character, but it's just like... At no point did it ever like come full circle, and it's like, oh, okay, like you know, yeah. this is Neo and, and stuff like that, and it just didn't make sense narratively either. Like, there's no reason for this to have existed in in actuality. There was one interesting plot point where it's like, oh, hey, the machines had a civil war of their own because they, you know, were fighting over resources. That could have been really interesting. Like, I want to see a movie about that, but it's like, nah, you're not gonna get that. You get the like, same stuff. You're going to get like, a, a retread of the first of, of Matrix for the first half of the movie. And we're not even going to explain to you that, spoiler alert, uh, you know, Neo died and the, the robots, you know, recreated him and Trinity. It's like, why? Like, it's just yeah. dumb. Like, why any series then... that would do this, it's dumb. Like, I swear. And like, Star then, Wars, you know, I love why? the shit on Star Wars. It's like, somehow Palpatine has returned. It's like, Cool. Yep. Let's do this all day, guys. Writers of Hollywood. Let me one up a little higher on that. If you had a virus that was taking your machine system down, the Matrix down for you, like it was killing you, uh, and you hired, you made a deal with your savior, the savior of the Matrix universe, to go and kill him. Uh, why would you bring him back? This see, here's the thing for this too. I think <laughs> I, this is. I've watched four movies this year, and this is my biggest disappointment as well. <clears throat> 
but mm. I have slightly different gripes, and I actually think I liked it more than you guys. Uh, I don't like it, but maybe I think there's aspects of it that were okay. But to me, the same problem here is the same problem that was with the third movie. How do you? What did? What exactly happens there at the end, though? Like Neo makes peace, but everyone's still in the Matrix. That's that state of whatever. It, it reminds me a little bit of a Mass Effect ending. <laughs> like you, you fight the Reapers the whole time, but then you don't at the end. You're like, oh, let's make peace, or let's choose a button that says something else. It's the same thing. It's the same idea too. The whole humans versus machines. The whole premise was fighting against them, not to do some weird cyclical nonsense where nothing really happens. It didn't and this is This is just kind of like what happens based on the third movie. And to me, I put this at the same level as the third movie, which is bad, but I think it's right there. I think it's a continuation I mean, of the third you're still, movie. Are you, in, are you in the ballpark of a four, five? Where are you at? I yeah, never got you maybe a five, five or something. You would give it a five? That's high. That's yeah, high. I mean, there's some <laughs> entertainment value in this movie. Mm. Um, All right. I guess you could find some. The action <laughs> sequences were badass. Some, some of it was some of it was good. It wasn't you know Matrix level, but some of the action was good. Yeah. Okay. So all right, that was your disappointing as well. Um, I am yeah. now very interested to hear what Corey's most disappointing <laughs> movie was this year. It was like I gotta hear it. it's the variant. Like I gotta know what it is. Go. Yeah, my dis- most disappointing is Venom. Let there be carnage. Oh, I, okay, okay. Good. It was between <laughs> Matrix and, and Venom, and, and the Matrix and I didn't see- with that was like I just I didn't really have any hopes for Matrix being good, and I was like, let's just Same, see what happens. But you steer me away from Venom. You steer me away from Venom, so I did. Like, I can't. Carnage talk is really cool character that yeah. you know is, is you could do interesting things with. The first one was promising. We we liked that one. It was surprising. And yep. now I was like, all right, you got some momentum. Spider-Man's killing it. And so, like, what are you going to do here? And you just, like, make this movie the worst aspects of what we feared Venom could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, I don't like the fact that Venom is its own character separate from Eddie Brock. They do work together, but they're completely separate characters. And Venom, as the symbiote, it's- is, like, a kind of the run of the litter almost of like the symbiotes as well and turn him into wolverine and he's like weak and compared to other symbiotes so he needs to be able to feed off of uh or use like these you know conduits to like have any power whatsoever it seems and then he goes off <clears> on a t- like a like a toddler t- like tantrum and just like abandons eddie like just like and then he's got his own thing that he's doing separate from eddie brock they're just doing their own thing. This movie. You know, then, we are Venom. It's we are Venom, right? No, no, it's, yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. It's the way it's supposed uh, to then, be. But go so on. Then, yeah. And then the Carnage character is just terrible. Like he's like the psycho, which is fine. That's what he's supposed to be. And then, like, there's no rhyme or reason why he gets the symbiote or why Venom like has an offspring. There's no reason for it. The re- and the reason he's in jail is because he murdered a bunch of people, but they can't prove it really. But they know he did it, and yet they don't know how to like. They have no bodies, and then Eddie Brock just walks by his cell and like figures out the entire thing. Well, Venom figures out the entire thing, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is where all the bodies are." And then he gets all this credit, Eddie Brock, for being this like 
super sleuth detective who, who can't like detectives can't do anything. So like Eddie Brock has to come in and save the day. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just really weird, like storylines that just don't really come together. And then at the end, they have this big battle and yet Venom is terrified of Carnage because he's a red one. But they never explain what a red one means, or what that does. He just he's just a red one. And so it's just weird. And then it, it and then they just like cap it off with like him eating Venom, uh, Carnage at the end. Like he just eats the Carnage symbiote, and then it's over. <laughs> how does how does how does how does that work? E- eating would you just absorb the powers or? I don't know. He kills Cass- Cassidy, and then like Venom kills because they get separated. Because really, like Cassidy's all is in love with this other woman, and they're psychos mm-hmm. together. And then Ven- like Carnage character doesn't care about her and tries to like get her out of the way. And so he tries to save her and they get separated. And then Eddie's able to kill Cassidy. And then there's just a symbiote with no host. And so he eats him. And that's how it ends. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, okay. you, that's, you don't need to see the movie now. Like, that's, no, I have zero plans to ever see it. So, so yeah, Let There Be Carnage was terrible. The only saving grace was that, you know, maybe they'll, I thought that they were going to take him out of that Venom universe and then he'll be in the hands of Marvel. But it doesn't seem that way after another movie we saw. No, no. So we'll see. All right, guys. That's the worst ofs. Um, Most the Matrix and Venom. Disappointing. Yeah. Worst of the years for us. Disappointing, whatever you want to say. No. Uh, surprises of the year, though. And this can be oh, no. good or bad. What's no, that? We'll do, a little, we'll do the snake thing here because I like to talk yeah. about my most surprising. Go ahead. Because my most surprising, like, this was the easiest thing for me. Like, soon as, like, all right, what is the most surprising movie? It's got to be Zack Snyder's Justice League. Because that movie was actually a watchable and enjoyable film. That was four hours long. And I did not expect that. And I enjoyed the entire time I was watching that film. And I hated what they did to, like, the Justice League in general. Like, I really love Ben Affleck's Batman. But, like, they just made that movie terrible. And then all the weird Josh Whedon influences. And yeah, this one like, was so surprising that they actually turned the, the original Justice League movie from what they had into an actual enjoyable movie that was coherent and had a storyline and was actually something that made sense and that you could see, oh, this was this is where they were going with it. This would have been better uh, than what they did and put out in the world <laughs> for yeah. everyone to see. So yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder's yeah, easy for me is most surprising. I could I, see I could I, see that I, because um, well I didn't hate it and that's a good thing. Um, so and I, all right, and I liked it. Yeah, Zack Snyder's just like okay, Mike. I mean, it's the same thing for me actually for the same reasons. Oh, um, really? Yeah. All right. Uh, I, only with four I movies. <laughs> I watched well, again. I watched four movies, including this, which kind of doesn't even didn't really feel like a movie in some ways either but you know it's four hours that you watch like how you watch you watch four movies and you unfortunately one of them was the matrix i'm sorry man i just i'm I going have, go i didn't go to see it i saw it no, Corey and i did but go on go on yes but no this uh the most surprising thing for this aside from it like mostly being good was it uh held my attention for the whole time and um and it makes me a little sad that, that we didn't get this that way at first, but no. And uh, I was surprised how much was reshot as well and how much they put into it. And 
it's it's gonna have to be one of my my best isn't it so <laughs> you'll see how how high it is later but uh definitely surprised that this turned out good and watchable even after all of that time yeah no mm. it, it's amazing what they did with that and just a little editing and a little less cgi'd out mustache and you can have a good movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah all right tony what you got for your surprise uh surprise is going to be black widow um cheating here because it is another movie but we're gonna be talking about that in a few minutes um but in a way that was like going into this i was kind of like well <coughs> we already know the fate of black widow um mm-hmm. due to vendors and what's stuff like that so I, yeah. right i was like this is what you know i think we all talked about like kind of what's the point at this you know at this point ho ho <laughs> uh <laughs> to like make a movie about you know this character that doesn't have a future um but i was i was really pleasantly surprised that they actually managed to make me like the character in a way that you know she never really got during um most of the movies you know over the 10 year span starting with was iron man 2 and through the avengers movies and uh, mm-hmm. um stuff like that so i was surprised by like how um grounded her character outside of like the black widow persona was um but also the dynamic with um her sister. made up family and including her sister and mm. uh yelena is just a really really good um what a counterpart to her where it's like black you know black widow is like all serious no nonsense kind of straight laced and like her sister's like equally as skilled but you know kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum um so i'm excited to see more of that yeah in, definitely you wish we already got a little bit of um and yeah. i'm happy to see where they no, take that further. It was uh, a good turning point in Endgame. They kind of mm-hmm. explored the character a little more, and then you're like, all right, well, that's good. But then yeah. it's like, what was the point of this movie? And now it's like, oh, I could see you getting a little more background and a little more like heart to heart stuff and mm-hmm. see where she's coming from. And it's you heartbreaking get, too because she almost, doesn't even get to say goodbye. Yeah, that's true. And and you almost get like that's the that's the the part it hits, and then. Like you, you get it was almost like their own Disney Plus show on a movie. Is really what I felt like. It was like exploring because Disney Plus shows seem to be right now exploring these characters that we know so well, but not as well as like Iron Man or you know what I mean. Like, but these are the characters we get to get their story. Uh, so this was a fun. This was a fun movie. Like, I, I yeah, really it enjoyed it. Yeah, really fun. And I would say like the first two thirds of the movie gave me that um, like uh, Winter Soldier or like James Bond type like. It was Bond, really. I get that vibe. It was more grounded, more more spy espionage kind of stuff. And then last third, obviously, was like, you know, Marvel shenanigans. Marvel. Which, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a formula for a reason because it works and stuff like that. But yeah, it was a surprise to me because I I, I liked it a lot more than I I thought I would go into it. Yeah, good one. It was good. Uh, My surprise is unfortunately not a positive surprise. Not Uh negative. It's not terrible. Uh, my, My surprise was The Eternals. Marvel's okay. Eternals. Um, a movie, like, after, again, going back to Black Widow and how much fun that was. And not a, and it was a movie that I was like, don't have a lot of interest in seeing that movie, Tony. Just like, I was like, it was yeah. before we went and saw it. Uh, and so I'm like, it was great. It was fun, though. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. So I'm like, okay, Eternals, I'm going to probably enjoy this movie still. It's I'm, I'm not expecting gold from it, but I'm going to still enjoy it. Because I saw some of the reviews, and I'm like, okay, but I'm still going to enjoy this movie. And I didn't. And it, it really mm-hmm. fell flat especially after all of the Marvel shows this year and then Black Widow hit and they've been on a roll and I'm just like, this movie just hit and it was flat. I just don't like any of the characters. And yeah. the funny is prior to this, Angelina Jolie is the one character 
I was like, why the fuck did they cast her? <clears throat> like, this is gonna be horrible with her in it. And she was literally the only character in that movie that I actually was, wow, she did a fantastic job, and I love that character. Like, that was it. And by that, mm-hmm. that by itself is surprising. And, uh, but I really <laughs> felt for her, like, it, she really nailed that character, and she really put it, like, she put her acting, like, that was really well done. Like, she put her all into that character. Like, it wasn't phoned in. Uh, and I give her full credit, because the rest of this movie felt bland. And it just... Nothing like it's not going to make a worst of the year list, but it's just there's nothing spectacular about it. It's I would almost put it near the dark world level, but it's it's better than that. But it's not it. You know what I mean? Like it's not something you have to ever watch again. This Marvel bar, and when it yeah yes below the bar, you're like whoa, this is it stands out because it was here doesn't belong. (laughs) That's what happened. It was just kind of like I've been on this joyride all all year. Like even like Hawkeye was fun like it was afterwards but i'm like it, everything yeah. i've gotten from marvel this year has been fun this movie just wasn't fun this yeah. movie was not a great villain there was not a great story uh i didn't like the characters they're not likable gods among men and they just <coughs> act like it and they don't learn their lessons with that i mean it's just kind of like come on like i like, superman has his flaws and that's the idea of superman these guys were all superman and they had no flaws and they didn't care like that's that's the problem with this movie it's a superman issue yeah. so I just, that's my surprise. Too bad to hear. But yeah, I mean, like I said, yeah, Marvel, it's, Marvel's bar is just so high right now. You can't that's be average. It. That's it. It's just average. It's not even average. It's just a little below average. And I'm just like, yeah, surprising. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to the of the years. We have our top three list here. I have to get another sip of Top number three. three. I'm going to kick us oh. off here. We're going snake order here. So uh, number three for me, most, a very recent movie I just talked about, I think last week, Encanto. Number three movie of this year. I love the movie. I know Corey mm. didn't hit for you, um, but man, I after looking back at all the movies that came out this year and how I'm like I'm okay, full full like I'm working my butt off right now with with my office and stuff. What I'm doing at work and I've got the soundtrack on for that in my like it it's got that it's from Lin Manuel Miranda yeah and I'm it's good. from like the Hamilton guy which <clears throat> he's got such catchy music it really does and it just gets stuck in your head. And that enhances this movie. Uh, and, and, and like, it, it's just, while there wasn't like a true um, villain thing in the story, like, it, it's great. But I think that's amazing that you can have a movie that's this impactful that doesn't have a true villain. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I It's very new. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to spoil this at all for anybody because it is pretty new. And I would check it out if I were you guys. Like, this is my number three movie. Uh, it, it's really well done. And the, the woman from Brooklyn nine, nine is the main character. Uh, Rosa, she did. A, yeah. Rosa. Yeah. She did a fantastic job <coughs> as the main character. Mirabelle. Mirabelle is the character. Oh well, yeah. What was uh, her character in Brooklyn nine, nine? Ro- I think it was Rosa. Oh, uh, sure. so, so apparently my watch was listening for that, but that was my number three movie. Uh, Tony, your number three. Uh, number three was going to be, um, Demon Slayer. The moving trail. Yeah. I was wondering where this was going to be on both your lists, actually. Like, I'm like, is this going to make your number one? Because it could be up there. It but, could be up there. Um, yeah. I, I love this movie a lot. Um, obviously, the animated series uh, is highly praised, and it's one of the top performing series and now movie uh, in Japan ever. I believe it's the highest grossing yeah. animated film in, in japan especially so. right then covid like people weren't really sure yet right yeah right 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 exactly um but you know got localized here earlier in the year and stuff like that um so got to finally see you know what that was all about and um just just the animation alone 
was it's just gorgeous <clears throat> to look at um, from start to finish. And some of the stuff they do is just like, wow, this is what happens when you throw a budget at uh, a team of highly skilled animators uh, that uh, are going to do some really cool um, fights and choreography and stuff like that. Um, it's It was really nice to see the continuation of the series from yeah. where season one stopped uh, instead of just being typical anime movie where it's like, oh, this is just a filler made up story. It's, it never really counts. So to speak, uh, they bucked the trend. And we're like, hey, you know, the next arc we're actually just going to do in a movie form. So it was a way for people to see what happens next without waiting for the second season, which I really appreciated because you know not many series do that. And I can't really think of. Yeah, and I mean that's uh, like that's like the most surprising thing about this is that you have anime and then like they want to capitalize on the popularity, but they have like an arc that they're going through and they don't want to break that, and so they just make this offshoot thing that has no place in what you're what you're enjoying and so it's like so disjointed and yet mm-hmm. here you're getting to meet the character you met at the end of the first season and yep. see see this character and then you know go and then the villain um obviously from the end of the first season and see that guy and it's like just really really nice that they're giving you more story that you were mm-hmm. waiting for this whole time because right yeah you, we, we were waiting for this and like oh we gotta wait for this movie to come out now oh no it's, guys this is part of the story you gotta watch this so Awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, so it, it's just awesome. Um the the reason it doesn't rank a little higher is just because the first half is a little it's a little slow, maybe too slow. Uh for my personal preference, especially on like a rewatch or something, I I think I'd probably fast forward through that or just skip to the middle portion. <laughs> um but maybe after the first third it really kicks up. Um and then even towards like the the back middle half, I was like, "Oh, okay. I mean, this is really good. Don't get me wrong, but like I was like I don't see why it's like so highly uh, praised and stuff like that. But then you, you get to the last part and you're like, oh, oh shit. Okay, this is, I see this what is this is like. all about. Yeah, and it, it it lives up to every kind of expectation or hype you could possibly be exposed to. And it just, uh, they make a new character really memorable and really uh, lovable. So it's just like, okay, this is, this is really cool. So it just, yeah. it, it's a very re- resounding like, memory like kind of just mm-hmm. yeah no coming out imprint, of the theater, right exactly. yeah. yeah we were both like i mean even like sitting through the beginning part like okay this is really neat we're getting more story but you know what, how much can you do in the setting you're in and, right in, in the time that you have because this takes place on a train and so you're like oh all right well i guess this is what they're gonna do and then it like starts building up like oh this is pretty cool i love the fact that this character has to like basically kill himself to kind of wake up and you're like oh and then they kind of like make you doubt that it's real or dreaming and there's like oh what's happening but then once that stuff stops it just like shoots through the moon and you're like holy shit you just can't like look away and uh like you said they introduce some new characters in this and they do they do them justice like big time yeah yeah that was it was really enjoyable movie and uh like yeah i'm glad i'm glad you guys can you're you're talking again this is the kind of thing that like I love to do these of the years because there's going to be stuff that we hear them. Like I'm going to have to check this out. And like, that was the thing we were talking about in the podcast. I'm like, I got to watch this. And I actually watched the rest of the show only because, mm-hmm. because of how, not that it was bad. It wasn't bad at all, but it was like, I forced myself to get, like get through that season mm-hmm. one. So I can yeah, watch I this movie because of how, how highly that you guys talked mm-hmm. to the movie. I'm like, I got to watch this movie. And it was uh-huh. like, it was pretty impactful. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, there was that main, that character that you just had nothing for, and all of a sudden you're like, wow. Like, they really draw you through this whole movie to bring you into that character. So, really impactful movie. All right. Uh, Mike, your number three. My number three. Um, and number two and three kind of went back and forth for me a little bit, but I think I'm going to have it be uh, Shang-Chi. Okay. Um, I, again, and this was also my almost my surprise. It's surprised me with how good it was. I didn't have any preconceived notions or expectations going in, and I'm also surprised that this was the movie that got me back to a movie theater for the first time yeah. in a little while. Um, but no, it was fun. It was, you know... Yeah, it, it, was it had the, the, the martial arts action that um, I think sometimes Marvel was missing a little bit. Got it in there. Um, great action early on, good story. And then some fantastical imaginative stuff at the end uh that was just interesting to see and um you know i went with my wife and she really liked that part too probably more than i did i, I liked it but i'm like all right let's I, I i would have liked a little more martial arts stuff later on but you know we had to i guess do the magic stuff but it was fun and uh i was surprised um just a real solid movie from start to finish and there's really no no complaints i could have with it. Yeah, so, no, no, it's, it's on Disney Plus. You can definitely check it yeah. out. In the yeah, yeah, it's there now. It should be soon. They're, oh, it's there they're, now. Yep, you're right. It's out now. Yeah. Yeah, my boys on, watched yeah. it, and it's so funny because they love they love the dragon part. They like, <clears throat> and it's like fighting, and then there's this dragon comes. It's like, oh, cool. mm-hmm. like they're telling me all about it, which is very cute to listen to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's a fantastic film, also. And what like, so what's crazy is like that, that came out. Were so good. Yeah, I, I like. I didn't forget that came out last year. I, I almost like. I saw the list of movies that came out last year. I'm like, that's right. It did come out last year. It's not a knock on the movie whatsoever. Just it's such a blur about 2020 and 2021. Like, I'm yeah. just like, I'm mm-hmm. trying not to merge those two years together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe that, I did see that in 2020. I'm like, nope. But that was a really good movie. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, Corey, number three. Yeah. So my number three and number two were also kind of bouncing between each other. And um, I'm just going to leave it the way it is. And my number just three is Cruella. The, Ooh, uh, really, really? The Stone movie. Yeah, uh, it was so good. I was so impressed with what they did with this villain and made a character out of this. Because like this character, this villain really has no character in the other than just being like this crazy, like you know, yeah, crazy. Yeah, after dogs, lady. killing yeah. dogs, things. Yeah, so they give her like this backstory. They give her uh, like this whole um, reason for being the way she is and and doing the things she does, and it's just so well put together that it it was also up there for surprising, but just we just had to take that. But this movie was just, it did such a good job turning this really non-existent person and, and fleshing her out and giving her like reasons to do things and reasons to be there and reasons to watch. And, uh, and, and you could see like the, the little bit of evil kind of steeping out here and there, but also you're rooting for at the same time. And so that fine line that they, the uh, road there was really well done and it really you know made made the character more interesting as well and uh the other emma thompson is it i think yeah she was like as the villain in this film was so good too like everybody in this movie did a great job acting in their parts and playing the roles that they did and yeah everything just came together to make this movie that was super memorable it's like one of the films that i first thought about when we were doing these lists like oh this is gonna probably be on my list somewhere 
Yeah, no, I I didn't see that. And now I'm going to probably have to check that out with Arya at some point. So if I ever get her to stop watching Harry Potter. So I got her, <laughs> I got her hooked on Harry Potter last week. Yeah, I got her hooked on Harry Potter last week. I'm like, it's all she's watching now. But uh, that that's a movie that I know that she'd probably enjoy quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, as a Disney no, fan. So sure. and I, I, I want to check that out. So cool. Uh, Snake Draft, Corey, number two. Yeah, my number two is Dune. Dune is uh, a film. I'll that chime I thought in. Yeah, going to be I'll... my number one when it came out in 2020, but no, it got delayed to this year. And yeah, of course, um, going to see that in the Dolby Theater was that was like the best experience in the movie theater in a very long time. Uh, the way that film is like presented on screen, the way that it's uh, the ships are shown and the, the sounds that are there. It's just very epic. It's just one of those movies that makes you feel like it's a big, grandiose thing. And you just you want more and you keep wanting more. And it follows the story well. And it has a good pacing to it where, you know, this this is a big story and they don't rush things like in the no. original film. They rush through everything to get all these main things that happen here. They're le- you know, leaving seeds for you to come back to later they're really fleshing things out but at the same time not overly um you know what's the like narrating the whole thing for you like oh here's what's happening and there's not a lot of that where you know you have to be told something instead they're showing you things and giving you hints at things and and making you curious about what's actually happening and so for me that was Mm. uh, very pleasant to see because a lot of times it's just like here guys this is what's happening or they're telling you instead of just letting you as a you know film goer discover it for yourself or kind of come to the conclusions and of course if you know the the book or if you know the story you can kind of get an idea or have preconceived notions of where it's going but uh they did a great job with what they the material that they had there and it just looks stunning oh it looks amazing uh my number two as well is doing uh almost my number one. i thought it was my number one all year like uh that almost was my surprise as well dune because um i didn't listen i i was ready for a train wreck i was ready for a terrible movie um just because of the hype it had behind it and i'm just like there, there's no way they're gonna pull off the story but again like you said they didn't rush the movie whatsoever and and that's an, it's weird to say that's a positive because not a lot of there's not a lot of action in this movie but you never look away. Like you're hooked on it. Like you're like, why? Like I'm watching this movie. I'm like, there's literally no action. Oh, here we go. Something's gonna happen here. I'm like, nope. But I'm like, I'm so into the story. It's like like well, there's a lot okay. of like political intrigue that happens. Yeah, like that. It, it's it's got the whole Game of Thrones political thing going on that we liked. Uh, and the houses uh, and yeah, the, yeah. The it's got that whole behind the scenes. <laughs> I, you could see where Game of Thrones in, was inspired by this. Uh, this, mm-hmm. uh, the you know this uh, Dune saga. Um, because there's no question he took the house's idea, like this whole like feuding and stuff like this kind of level of feuding. I feel like that was, you know, straight out of Dune. Uh, and it's such a big sci-fi epic that it's so respectful in the genre that you, you have to almost pay homage to it if you're doing a a book like that. But I I love this movie and I watched it at home on my, uh, I watched it on my OLED, you know, it's a 65, uh, but I got the grandiose experience with that. I mean, I, the visually, this movie looked incredible. Like, I don't even know how they got their like I've heard movies with big budgets and I've seen movies with big budgets and it's just like it looks fine but this looks incredible for what they pulled off. Uh it just seamlessly integrates everything and you don't even realize 
what you're seeing. It, it's crazy to say is you don't realize what you're seeing on it's like CG. It, it, it's so integrated in so well. Like they've done it so well with everything. It works. And I think because you know you're watching a sci-fi epic, like you're just like ready for it. But uh, I, I, all the acting, nobody did a bad job. I felt like everything was really well done. Um, and there's some big name actors in this, and they all contributed properly to this story. Uh, and it was good. You know, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. And like I said, it was my movie of the year uh, until recently. So, um, but it was fantastic. That's how much I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought I was going to surprise everybody with my movie of the year being Dune because Corey raved about it. I was pretty quiet, but I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, yeah, does it I do really a good adaptation of like because like it's supposed to be it's an entire it's, book, right? It's well, it's it's not an entire book. It's part one. Oh yeah, like so it's like half of the book or like it's not uh, even. It's like a it may, well, okay, uh, I guess it would be half. Yeah, more. yeah. Jeez. But they ended at a but, point where it makes sense. It's yeah, not like it ended it nicely. Feel. It makes you want to watch more and. Okay. It had a good ending, and it was not like definitely. I mean, it's not like a uh, empire ending or anything like no. that. Big downer, but at the same time, you know, things aren't great for our result. Our think our result. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of open ended, but it was and it was some cool threads that you wanted to see what happens. You know what I mean? That it was really well done. So, uh, Tony, your number. Wait, where am I on? Mike, Mike, your number two. I skipped ahead. My number two again. I saw four movies, so. I'm going to go back to Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, again, just because it was the most movie content I watched all year. And I, uh, every character had time to have their own moments. They're redeemed in a lot of ways compared to how we've seen them before that. And yeah, we got, especially Cyborg, we had this whole storyline basically centered around him. Everything made sense. Motivations were better. And, and Steppenwolf yeah, got this, was a big I, step up. Big, big step up. Uh, we yeah, we got um, dark side a little bit, and it was just yeah, it's just a good version of this movie, but very long, and it was almost like its own series. It was like a series in a movie, and self-contained in a way. But I'm just I'm so glad we got to see that come to fruition finally, because really I I almost think that what Aside from the fact of Snyder sort of getting Batman mostly wrong, in my opinion, as far as philosophy goes, his other issue has been he hasn't had time in his theatrical releases to do to make a story that doesn't feel cut to shit. Mm. His other, like Batman versus Superman, felt cut to shit. Even I'm sure even the director's cut felt like it was like hopping around and missing stuff and stupid. So this one, this was finally like, you know, let's give him a chance to see what he wants to see. And aside from the dream sequence at the end, which was nice to see, but it did feel a little gratuitous to me. Yeah, uh, everything else, everything dream. else was fuck. <laughs> it was just unnecessary. Yeah, everything else was, um, you know, just made sense. It made it improved the, those versions of the characters immensely and. You know, these are the Justice League is my favorite superhero team. Um, they haven't had much as, since the cartoons, but uh, this was a, a good, finally a decent representation of them that I've been waiting for for a little bit. So, yeah, yeah it was fun to watch Very for cool. four and a half hours or however long it was. I mean, it. I have to say that it does redeem Zack Snyder because I have no, he's I mean, that bar for me for him is like is is quite low. Uh, you know what's funny is like Joss 
had a, a good you know level of after avengers how he pulled it off but you know he did ultron right and then he did this and just like after seeing the other cut i'm like he got outdone and, and it's like wow uh so yeah i just i i didn't expect it and i'm not saying like for me it doesn't like i'm sorry i, I don't think I, I said this back when we watched it i'm not saying it's gonna it's not like the be all end all holy shit like for me but i understand your 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 love of it now but you guys like the universe and i'm ready to move on so uh it's fine um i win we're gonna move on so <laughs> uh was it a nice send-off for these characters at least i guess yeah it was it was I actually very nice and, yeah. it was very nice uh i i like cavill and i still wanted him to, i still would love him to be superman but I, we to the ends justifies the means for me I'm ready. I'm ready for a new Justice League style. You, you, of things. you, you know that. You know that the other rumors right now. Sorry to bring a little rumor news in here. Is that there's no guarantee that there's going to be a, a sequel to the Batman. That's no, I know. I, I know that. I'm just. I'm fine with that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm sure that's going to be a one-off. I'm not talking about that Batman. I'm talking about uh, what we're looking at now with Michael Keaton. Uh, they're really diving we're, in. We're going to have. We're, yeah, this, we're going to start a new universe with seventy-year-old Batman now. That's well. That's he our thing. did you see the? I posted in the Discord about the uh, the Robin artwork on the wall from the movie from Batgirl. So with Michael Keaton's updated look of Batman, so it looks good. Uh, I'm I'm psyched. Uh, Michael Keaton has done a fantastic mm-hmm. job on things, and uh, an older Bruce Wayne, like a Batman Beyond style, which we talked about years ago. I mean, on this we podcast. had an older Bruce Wayne with this last one but whatever we had like a, a pushing 50 batman which batman is... beyond style batman is what we're gonna get and i like that so all right flashpoint we'll see what it does tony number two uh my number two was shang chi as well um nice wasn't sure who else was gone so i figured i'd uh, wait but um for me it was just really cool to see um again you know just like black panther did a, a couple of years ago that representation of a new group whereas you know you look at <laughs> you look at avengers uh phase one of marvel it's like oh cool like like five different you know white dudes it's like okay cool um but you have like this huge universe and pool of like almost endless supply of characters to choose from and it's like okay um so the representation matters um and i think it was really nice to see that finally happen after especially after uh, Feige got his chance to get promoted and stop having to report to what the fuck is his name? Um, Isaac. Uh, what's his name? I don't even remember. He doesn't fucking matter. Uh, uh, Igor. Yeah, Igor. 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 Is it? Yeah. It, it, no, yeah. no. Igor's. Paul yeah, Mutter? Igor left, right? No, Paul Mutter. Paul Mutter. Wasn't it Paul Mutter? Ike Paul Mutter. That's it. Yeah, that's Pearl it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm on the wrong one. He's a piece of shit. But uh, yeah, once I want to call the, I didn't want to call the wrong guy the piece of shit. Sorry. I just want right. to make sure we got that. No, right. Right. right, right. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually ironic that both um, both this and Black Widow would not have happened, in my opinion, if uh, Ike Perlmutter was still Perlmutter. Yeah, because uh, you know he's <laughs> you know right side hardcore conservative Trumper, and it's like yeah, diversity, like women, yeah, none of that. Uh, but anyway, straying away from politics, uh, the movie was solid. Uh, it was really really good. They jumped right into it. Um, I mean, I think the the bus fight sequence happens in the first ten minutes of the movie or something like that. Um, which was my honest favorite part of the movie, just in terms of like a fight choreography. Mm-hmm. Like I watched that scene lots and lots of times because I just think yeah. it, it hits on so many levels. 
Uh, and that's what this this movie Dude, really did for me. Hilarious. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the guy from Spider Man. Do a flip. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, oh, I did a little kung fu. So I'm gonna try to you know, give you a play by play when I say whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was like one of the best lines. But yeah, continue. Um, but it was nice to see you know a character that was grounded in reality again. It wasn't like he had superpowers uh, right from the get go. You know, he's not a god. He's not an alien. Uh, you know, he's wasn't injected with the gamma rays stuff like that it was just like yeah 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 i was just trained from birth as like a ninja assassin dude it's like all right cool um and you know the character is very likable um seemingly just uh plays him really well he's a very charismatic lead and stuff like that uh kind of broke down a little bit and i think i'm not as harsh on her as, as you guys are but aquafina you know i don't really care of her but i wasn't like offended uh, I I didn't much. like her. That's the only negative part of that movie. I didn't like her yeah. in that movie. Yeah. I just didn't. When I said no yeah. complaints, I think when they sort of injected her too much into the finale. I yeah, kind of yeah. Well, the finale was kind of like a little. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. But other than that, I mean, the the story was really interesting. I liked how we saw even more of the MCU when uh, they went to visit. Um, is it Madripoor? Where where his sister's uh, thing was. Or my I don't remember. That was Winter Soldier. That match yeah, or whatever. They named out, dropped that in Winter Soldier, I think. But the same type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same type of thing. Um, you know, with like uh, underground fight club ring stuff like that. That you know uh, had actually a widow in it. I think Corey had mentioned that on the mm-hmm. podcast. I didn't even notice the first time. And then obviously we got to see Source um, Supreme Wong <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. there uh, in Abomination stuff like that. But you know, the, I thought it was an interesting family dynamic going to it with you know instead of like a political drama or something like that it was like yeah, it's, at the core it's really about a family a broken family um and uh the the main lead for the villain um what's his name tony uh Young. yeah he is just fantastic he steals every scene he's he's in the movie he's just uh a wonderful actor and um again spoiler it's kind of unfortunate you know we're probably not gonna yeah. see too much more of him uh, in the future because Marvel just likes to dispose of their villain and stuff like that, but um, just from the choreography to the expanded expansion of the uh, more mythological aspect of the MCU, it's really cool, and I can't wait to see more of this character, and hopefully, you know, his inclusion in a more uh, crossover dynamic whenever we get back to mm-hmm. Avengers type stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah definitely. Me, like okay. this movie was so good, and like the the ring representation is really. Mm. Like we saw a Mandarin before, and then they right. addressed it in this movie, and like yeah. you get to see what the real, the ring, the ten rings really are, and how they uh, interpret them. And this is really neat. I, just, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, that was really well done. Uh, it was definitely a very enjoyable movie. Great fight sequences, and uh, like you said, the exception of Aquafina for me, I, I enjoyed every other character in this movie. Uh, and I didn't even hate her. I just felt like it was over the top. That's all. Yeah, I think we said in our spoiler too. It's like it, it, she's usually a, like an annoying character, and it's hard to not be annoying with when your voice is kind of like yeah. That got that just got but, to me um, over and over. She's again, good but... in this. I liked I liked her in this, and I felt that she yeah. you know she did a good job. So like yep. the, her character's uh, reactions, her character's like attitude and things were all kind of what I think normal people would react to, you know, seeing this crazy stuff happen in their life. Mm, yeah, Especially yeah. when you believe this guy's like not a super assassin. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. 
Yep. So, all right. Uh, number one of the year movies. We're here. We're, we have arrived. I think. I think we got a consensus. I think we got a consensus, folks. Do we have a sweep? I don't want to speak for everybody I don't, else. Is I this mean, is this the first time it's happened? I don't know. Should we just all say it on three? <laughs> if we all say something different, it'll be hilarious. So on three. One, two, three. No way home. Right. Yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. So uh listen, I'll kick us off with it. It's our of the year. Wow. A consensus this may be the first time in the history of this. 10 years or whatever we've been doing this for. We have a consensus of the year. I believe Avengers wasn't our all like all of our I don't know. It's hard to believe. Maybe it might have been. I don't know. I don't know. Some of you guys liked uh, Dark Knight Rises that year, so yeah. It was the same year. It was the same year. I mean we might have liked some of that. We talked shit about that movie and how it was not great. Yeah, there was a bad I mean at the at the release, some of you I don't remember who, but some of you I I think it was like okay. I think I liked more. I think I liked I think Avengers took it. I think Avengers took it though. Because I would never have because there was that there was that bad acting sequence with uh what's her name? And I'm just like that death sequence, I'm just like really that just killed that movie for me. Yeah, for no, you, the people. It took a second viewing for me to not like that movie. Yeah, I so like, we went to see time. it in the theater, IMAX theater, uh, yeah. together, and then they saw it in like the non. That's right. Yeah, I saw it non IMAX. That's right. The but, people uh, were. I, I had to go back. Right. I had to go back and watch the second time because you guys had a different experience. I was like, that wasn't that good, and you're like, that was great. I'm like, that wasn't that good. Um, but all right, uh, I didn't see that with a witch, so. Uh, <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> uh anyway so no way home my number one movie <clears throat> our, our number one movie the reason why obviously it made my number one it's not that it's even just the number one movie this year for me it's in my top movies of all time already um it it's spider-man 2 i have mentioned before in this podcast over and over again sam raimi's spider-man 2 has been one of my top movies of all time as it was uh it now gets off that list it just goes down because uh, you have the like superior Spider-Man version, uh, with Alfred Molina being still being him in this movie, and I thought I don't, was... uh, yeah, I wouldn't even like talk about it like that though, because this can't be the way it is without Spider-Man Two existing. But sure, it can't exist without it. But I'm just like, for me, this is like on my list. It's already like way up there. Like it's in that list. I I would watch this over and over again. I have already like my brother wants to go to the movies. I'm like, I'll go, I'll go check it out with you. I'll go see it. But it's coming out soon, anyways. February 28th, I think it is. Um, but I enjoy this movie so much. They like every aspect of this. Uh, the the different Spider-Man, uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Uh, you know, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Wow. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. I mean, in reference to what I was going to say for the surprise of the year, like I wanted to say this as a surprise of the year because. I had high expectations anyway, but like yeah. they, they really did blow them all out of the water. Like, because again, and we talked about in the spoiler cast and uh, for those of you who've seen this movie, I would recommend listening to our spoiler cast. I think we did like an hour and a half on this movie. Alone. It was a long spoiler. Uh, just because it, it, right, it was so much to talk about. Yeah. There's so much to talk about. So if you love the movie, check out that episode. Uh, you can find it in the past five or six, I think. Yeah. It was really recent. Yeah. It was really recent. Um, but there's so many ways this movie could have gone like wrong. Or just even like kind of like you know fell flat you know like where it's like oh okay you know that's that's a thing mm-hmm. um, you know but and like I I talked about you know Matrix there's and even before that you know Star Wars and, and other stuff there are right ways to do nostalgia and there are wrong ways to do nostalgia and I can't think of a single thing in Spider Man 
No Way Home that is a bad example of nostalgia. Like everything they do, everything they show, everything they say is done in a way that like makes you feel good, but still doesn't detract from the movie where it's like, you know, like wink, wink, hey, there's that blue pill or something like that. You know, it's just like this, this is helping add to the movie. And the thing, the thing to me is too, like, if we want to talk about the matrix again, that was done in a way where it does feel bad. Like they, like the creators were judging you for wanting any of this stuff in the (laughs) movie again, like almost explicitly stating like, you are so stupid for wanting to see more of this. Yeah, it is. that's what that felt like. That, that, like that, that, that is it. That, that is that's it. what that, that felt is. like. That that yeah. you didn't have that at all here. It's just like, oh, you so you want to see you want to see a couple memes in this movie? Okay, we'll throw yeah. them in, but they'll still make sense where they're there, where they are, and it'll be funny, but not like overpower anything. We'll do that. You want your cameos to be actual parts in this movie from these old movies? Sure, let's do it. And it's like, you know what? Let's just make that kind of. Not not the whole movie, but most like half of the movie is about these previous movies. Almost they're the characters, and it, and it was just a love letter to Spider-Man fans from the past twenty years, pretty much. Um, yeah, it yeah. was you know this is the Spider-Man movie in a way, and uh, it was respectful to old fans, new fans, those weird in between people who like Garfield Spider-Man the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's been revitalized now, and, and that's what is... I was just saying. Like the surprise yeah. to me was this movie like actually made me appreciate Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. When before I clearly was like, Nah, you're the worst man. Like you're good, you know, Spider Man in the in the suit, but like you're, you're Peter Parker could use some work. And like to me, the most impactful one of the most impactful moments in the movie was when he saved uh, against spoilers. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but MJ, like I actually like got a little like teary eyed because I was yes. Like, that yes. was the thing that like really oh, yeah. hurt that character, and to see him get that well, redemption. That was the that last. Shit. That was the last thing we saw right. of his right. character. That was the last was his failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Well, so no. I was just like, no, actually, actually, I remember it wasn't because they're like, uh, the let's Rhino, just make right? him go f- fight Rhino for no reason afterwards. Yeah. He's all better now. I'm like, okay, but yeah, yeah. it was um, that was it. That was it. That that scene too. No, like, I, yeah, I didn't even the... like that character <laughs> that much. Yeah, that was I didn't it. either. And it makes yeah, sense. Like this movie really like showed how great um, Spider-Man is, and how like look at these characters and what they can do, and how um, emotional like uh, journeys that they go through. And then they all, all three of them, because you got the Toby, you got the Andrew Garfield, and you got you know obviously Tom Holland Spider-Man here, and how they all had to go through like a ton of shit uh, to become who they are, and then being able to do it together to help Tom Holland's Spider-Man to kind of. Send him mm-hmm. off into the world yeah, as to get him as to where he needs to be. Spider-Man. Yeah. It was a really like meta thing almost going on there, where it's like, you oh, know, yeah, they definitely they, did thank that you, Spider-Man, um, like for uh, being there for me to like show me the way and to now like bring me up and to yeah. pro- propel me into the new Spider-Man world. And uh, now I can be Spider-Man with your <laughs> blessing almost. And it was really yeah. kind of like, whoa, this is a weird parallel we got going on here. No, and uh, yeah, it's really cool to see that these characters came from. Uh, where they are now and not where they were back then. Like we talked about, mm-hmm. like I know I mentioned on the Spoilcast, Mike, how it's like we only are hearing about things that, you know, happened in those movies because that's all we know. But really, like they come in, like Toby's this like older character who's been yeah. through some shit, but he's talking about the things that are impactful to Tom Holland's Spider-Man now, which were impactful to him at the time because it's the same point in time that he was going through in those movies. 
same with Andrew Garfield. He's coming in in this dark place Kinda. where he's lost Gwen and he's lost like his you know MJ and now he's got to deal with that and he's still kind of coming through and so they all help each other lift each other up and it's like we're here to lift you up and that's what I was saying like when I first saw it. it's like we're here to lift you guys up and uh, not you know bring you down because mm-hmm. this is this movie was the complete opposite of what we saw with Matrix that we mentioned earlier. It's yeah. funny mentioning the Matrix too, because you talk about the meta commentary, even about like the sort of uncomfortable reception of the amazing movies, but they have the meta commentary where they're they're like, oh yeah, no, you were good, you're great, you're 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 amazing. <laughs> you're for, amazing. Uh, for, um, yeah. for him. And again, Say, it's, uh, we yeah. have the opposite again, and the meta commentary with the Matrix was just like, oh, we have to do this. This sucks. You all suck for wanting this. This is going to be garbage. Like it's just you can do the same things, but make it appealing and mm-hmm. that's what this movie did that's what the Matrix make it respectful make it you know in, in something that the fans can latch on to and, and remember and feel good about instead of you know like you said feel right. bad about and, yeah and for me you know the a lot of it too is that uh toby and and andrew garfield it's not like they like showed up and just stole the show they were like in like mm-hmm. the last third which which to me just was like that perfect amount of time where it's like still impactful but not trying to draw away from like tom holland's arc his story you know because to me like if this movie was the last movie for for tom holland's spider-man i would still be perfectly happy like like yeah, that's a great book end closure yep. and we, we can leave it up to our imagination on you know what his spider-man journey is next and stuff like that but to me it it, it was a conclusion to the other two as well in that we see that toby mcguire spider-man like he he's got it figured out you know, he 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 gets to have it all. He gets to be Spider Man. He gets Mary Jane. He has that happily ever after, and he's got that um, almost older, like maturity uh, and mentality where he's just like, you know, mentoring both of them because you know they're they're there absolutely to help Tom Holland Spider Man. But in that way, in the lab scene uh, with Andrew Garfield, he was helping him do that too because you know Andrew's like, ah, oh, no girlfriend for me. You know, like us. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. He's like, actually, MJ and I worked it out, and like you could see that that kind of like curiosity that spark in Andrew Garfield's uh, eye that like, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe I still can find love. Maybe I can still find right. uh, self-worth in, you know, his failure and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so to me, it was like a perfect bookend for, for both of those movies too, because, you know, I mean, Spider-Man three, he, that didn't exactly have the most feel good, you know, ending either. It's kind of like, okay, it's like, we're, we're done now with Toby Wire Spider-Man stuff like that. And, Obviously, Andrew Garfield never got a third movie, you know, for his uh, run of Spider-Man stuff like that. So to me, it just yeah, it, no, it it's just feels good all around, you know. You think about Spider-Man three's ending and how it's like a bummer ending. He's like, I gotta walk away from everybody. She wants me. I can't be with her because I'm gonna put her in danger. And the ending is him walking away from his, you know, Harry's grave. <laughs> like, right? I honestly didn't remember that. That's how that. Movie. But I remember it, that? Is yeah. the, it is almost the opposite here, where it's like he has to make that choice of like, I can be with this woman. But I will put her in danger, uh, and I'm gonna put her through all this shit. Instead, like I'm gonna just like let her have a happy life, not knowing what you know this is like. I'm gonna be Spider-Man, and who knows what's gonna happen in the future? Obviously, they'll be back. There's something there, but it was more hopeful. Like it was more like I felt like you know he he's doing this. To, <laughs> he functionally to sure does the same better. thing, but it's happy yeah, but it's felt different. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> everybody's in a better place like nobody's you know like in a bummer state but yeah it just it was like the same thing but it was like wow this is a happy ending where the other one was like a bummer ending 
Yeah, no, they are. I guess everything about this uh, story was really well done, and um, this whole saga, like the thing for me is like I have to say that this was so impressive that because for some reason, like as I'm watching this again, I'm waiting for that miss. Like I'm waiting for it just not to work. Like mm-hmm. we've seen it with Spider-Man before, and I'm threes like threes don't work well too much. Twos don't work well. It's amazing, and just like. I'm waiting for the I'm what waiting for the other shoe to drop. Is what I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. So I was waiting <laughs> yeah. for, and it just it didn't drop. And I'm like, this is give them credit. This, a trilogy. How about, that and how about Willem Dafoe entirely? Oh yeah, and we didn't even touch the villains. We didn't even touch the villains. Like we did a whole movie. We did a whole movie based on Sam Raimi villains. Really, I mean, th- that's they didn't even yeah. make a new villain for this movie. They just used the best no. villains they had. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, it's so cool, and, you know, it, this is one of those things where, like, it, it almost feels like, uh, I'm trying to figure out the right word, like, almost, uh, what is it, clandestine? Like, where it's just, like, like seeing that all those actors, yeah, serendipitous, where it's, like, those yeah. actors, fortunately, are still around to reprise those roles, and that we're willing to reprise those roles just for the sake of, like, Obviously, you know, they want to get paid and stuff like that, but we're like doing something where it's like, oh, this is really cool. This is for the fans. Like, this makes sense. And like, for them to put that much effort into it, again, like, it didn't feel well, like anybody was phoning in at all. I mean, what? Oh, I mean, Willem Dafoe did 12 minutes too. I think he might do anything. Well, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Spoiler. We'll, we'll get, get into that. that in, in another 12 week. minutes has its own time coming, I promise you. <laughs> but, but, for William Defoe, and I mentioned this on the Spoilercast, he only agreed to come back if he if they let him do as many stunts as yeah. he physically could, which I mean, is just slid right in and like yeah. didn't miss a beat. Like he was, yeah. this was like he was even creepier, worse, like like, like the schizophrenia type of you know polar op, uh, polar bipolar, like, really whatever it was, it. You know, like, like crazy, like, yeah, really yeah, like crazy, dissociative right identity, in. yeah. Yeah, it was it was awesome. He was he was fantastic in this, and he absolutely it was a highlight. And Jamie Fox was fantastic. Like Jamie we all like, great. Oh, and I hated Fox Jamie Fox before. Why is this guy terrible, was terrible before him? Yeah. Well, he had a terrible role. Like he just phoned it in on Spider Man Two as well. He did terrible in that movie. He just didn't want to do mm-hmm. it. This was like he was interested in this. He wanted to be there. Yeah, and um, um, he seemed uh, a little bit like a different character altogether. But that's fine. The f- first character sucked. Yeah, it's called exactly. interest. Finally, Mike is interest. That's the difference yeah. in the character. And then uh, what's his name? Is Doc Ock uh, actor name? Uh, Alpha Marina. Oh, Alpha Marina. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool to see him in like the de aging technology. Like, oh, didn't unbelievable. Seem awkward or anything like that mm-hmm. at all. And like to me, you know, because because Jim, when you talk about like Spider Man Two, was absolutely my favorite superhero movie yeah. of the the OOS. Like, there's no yeah. question in my mind. Uh, that was you know I like what, the first one. What, what subliminally, like that's everything. Like every superhero, I, I kind of subconsciously compared to Spider Man Two because like that's there's a lot of Blade, Blade during that time. There's a lot. There was other yeah, yeah. There's movies. a lot. Yeah, yeah. X Men. You know, X Men One and Two, especially and stuff like that. But to see him, because I, I considered him the, the best villain. Um, you know, in terms of like was, a sympathetic yeah. one and stuff like that. To see him get that to reprise that role, um, and then he gets closure as well. Like the the villains get get their own closure. And the, I didn't mention the smoke and I was kicking myself, but like the part where Toby. Uh, and him interact just for like that like 30 mm-hmm. seconds or something like that like just like made my heart gush because you know obviously had that really good relationship in spider-man 2 and it unfortunately got taken away you know because of yeah. know, tragedy and stuff like that but just to see them being able to interact and i love 
I love, love, love this about the Spider-Man character and that he's always compassionate. Uh, at least, you know, I'm sure you could pull comics where he wasn't and stuff like that. But at least in the movies, they're always sympathetic and always compassionate to their to their rogues gallery because they know that these are flawed individuals and it's not just like, you know, mustache twirling, you know, evil generic dude or something like that. And how, you know, he was like, I've thought for years on how to cure, you know, goblin and, you know, stuff like that. So like that, even that sequence where it was, he was like ready to go with it, yeah, right? Yeah. All the scientists trying to trying to fix each other and stuff like that. I thought it was like super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was fantastic. Definitely a movie of the year, without a doubt. A movie of, uh, I mean, it could be multiple movie of the year for like different I mean, decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah spoiler, this is bar. It's like this, this is, is just went blew past it. Like this is yeah. probably going to be in consideration for you know top of the 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 twenties you know here for me when we yeah. get to the wow, I mean we get to the best the of the decade yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah wow yeah Jesus well yeah I mean, as far almost. as all times go it's got it's got a it's it's yeah, put it, itself in the conversation already just absolutely and yeah. you can see that the proof is in the pudding I mean the movie is on track to be uh, number five domestic of all time uh, it's already cracked a one and some billion chain one and yeah. some chain billion and that's without China like that's crazy during a pandemic. During a pandemic, like it's, it, it's almost COVID, insane. Man, or right. pre, during COVID, I can't during say post, COVID. but like post the post the breakout COVID, like yeah, it's this. We were talking about we wouldn't see a billion dollar movie for years and years, and here mm-hmm. we go, like one it's, year later. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's amazing that Spider Man can do, and yeah, I just have to give all the props to the 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 you know Sony for you know. Seeing the light coming back to Marvel, uh, and yeah, and that's like, can you imagine if like a universe where we didn't get this movie, we'd have yeah. Venom, dude. We'd have Venom. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. No, I just am so impressed with how well they did yeah. this this Spider Man trilogy. So, like Tony said, I'd be even happy with it ending here. Uh, again, because I'm also a little worried that they're going to screw it up again. So, like always guarded <laughs> because I'm just like I don't want them to mess this. It's been oh, yeah. this is like. It, this is a perfect three movies for a superhero. This was a you really can't fault them for these three movies. They've really done oh, a pretty the good thing. Is like you always feel like they're trying to set something up. Like you know, this is like oh, Avengers Ultron was yes. just set up or whatever to get the next stage. And like here they had something they're setting up, but it didn't feel like it was like yeah. just thrown in there to be you know, hey, we got to get this set up for the next movie, guys. Hey, we'll look at what no, we're going to do no. next. It felt like this was an important part of the film that needed to happen for this film to exist instead of, well, we're going to have this film and then we're going to throw this other thing in there. So, hey, remember, we got other movies in this universe. Now that yeah. it made a lot of yeah. sense. And so now, like, we got to look forward to what's coming uh, from both Doctor Strange and, you know, Spider-Man in the future, hopefully. Yeah. Cool. And that is our of the year, I think. Yeah, that's all of it. Yeah, uh, we've gotten our list done, guys. Um, once again, uh, worst: The Matrix and Venom. Uh, <laughs> surprises were Justice League, Black Widow, and The Eternals. And then the best, just number one, really, is No Way Home. Consensus, mm-hmm. which is cool to have. Like all of us have agreed. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We have game cast of of the years coming up next week. Uh, TV shows of the year as well coming up. Um, so be sure to watch for those. Um, there's still some great stuff to talk about on that. We'll see you guys. Write us on geek at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, on Twitch. If you're watching this, watch us on Twitch, guys, live on Tuesday nights on YouTube the day after. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Nice quote. Praise the Lord.